0: This week on the pod, I have the most amazing woman. She is a yoga teacher. She's after finishing her 200-hour yoga course as well. She is the one and only yin yoga gen. We really go into opening up some really hardcore stuff. I touch on my own stuff, so does she. We actually get a bit emotional, but it's probably one of my most favorite chats and podcasts I've done, so listen in. This season of Empower With Emma is brought to you by Riley, an Irish female-founded period care brand. Riley delivers eco-friendly products to your door when you need them. Made with 100% organic cotton, free from toxins, bleach and other harmful chemicals. Riley products are better for your body and better for our planet. Use code EMMAK10 for 10% off your first three-month subscription at www.weareriley.com. Well, today I have this amazing woman who I've been itching to get on. So ever since I started my pod, I was like, she was one of the first people I actually needed to get on. Ah. I think she is an amazing, inspiring person who has transformed, helped people, and being so vulnerable with herself, it's the one and only Ian Yoga Jen Healy. Hello. <laughs> oh, I've been dying to get you on. i, know, I trying to time. grab you is like trying to get J-Lo in
1: here. Ah, I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the OG, Jenny from the
0: blog. Literally, Jay from the blog. Well, thanks so much for coming on. And I think... One reason why I definitely resonate a lot with you as well is the work you do and how vulnerable you are with yourself and opening up and sharing your journey because I'm on that kind of journey myself now as in opening myself up, being vulnerable and seeing you do that as in like a... So I first basically met Jen properly at Move at the Manor, Manor last the Manor, year. yes. And Jen shared her story. And like to see you up on stage, you were like, which Jen will touch on in a minute, was like, you know, I had a child young. I had to make it work. I had to get through. And the strength and power that you did that, I was like, how the fuck can she do that? Ah. Where I was broken at the time. Like and I gave a little bit of my story, but you know, I just know you always look at me and go, oh, I'll give her a little bit of that. I'll give her a little bit of that because I'm only standing into my own power now, like by doing my pod, by doing like my Reiki, by doing everything, by just surrendering, being like, I'm here now. Showing up. Totally. So how did you get, I know you're always working on yourself and you're very open about that. Like, how did you get to where you are today with yourself?
1: I remember that on the stage. I remember the nerves and you'd shared, was it about your heart broken? Yeah, Yeah. I'd never shared that You'd never said it. And I could feel their nerves. And I was yeah. in when I see another woman stepping into that vulnerability, mm. I try and not make it obvious, but in my heart, I'm like, go on, girl, go on, yeah. go on. You, ha- you have yeah. this. You yeah. have it. You have it. Like, yeah. I love seeing it. I love seeing people shattered and shaken and crying and broken. Cause yeah. I know what happens then. Yeah. I know they're just gonna bloom mm. and and transform. So whenever I see somebody and other people might be like panicking, I was like, no she has this I I trust in us I trust in us I trust in women like yeah we know what we're doing so back to me yeah (laughs) back to you Um, uh, where did I learn to speak out do you know where I learned to speak out I was so broken and so lost in this life that I used to think and I always share about this like it was a very scary time because when I found out I was pregnant up until I found out I was pregnant. How old were you when you were pregnant? 25. Mm. So up until 25, just never had an emotion. I didn't I didn't know how to feel that. it was just pain, numb, and not a great time. So when they when the doctor told me I was pregnant, it was literally the happiest day of my life. Mm. I sailed through that pregnancy. Wow. I'd never felt a uh, joy and, and hope like this was like Oh my god! Like what? Wow, this is unbelievable. And I was on me own. I was on me own. My mind was manic, and I just thought, I don't know how I'm gonna do it. But I was gonna fucking make this work. Like I'm gonna get us out of this hole. Mm. Anyways, the day that Mia was born, my poor mind just went. Uh, oh, it's all like it's the only way I can describe it. Like my mind just went. It just shut down, and uh, it was an awful battle. So then two years before I, I found like the 12-step program was just so painful. Mm. Um, and then when I went, when I, when I started counseling, when I found out I was pregnant. So I was always from that day on, I was trying to work on myself. But when I went into 12-step fellowship and I never heard anyone say to me before, there's a solution to your problem. Mm. I always I always heard diagnosis mm. I always had like uh, depression anxiety postnatal depression mm. clinically depressed I was cl- diagnosed in the BlackRock clinic uh, clinical depression at like 17 <laughs> so I didn't really fucking stand a chance like it just kept giving me all these all these big names and but when I went into 12-step fellowship and they were like no we have a solution mm. and I was like what do you mean a solution? And they were like, there is a solution to your problem. Like, if you want to get well, you need to start sharing and you need to start being honest. And I was like, you mean I just have to tell you what's going on in my head? Mm. And they were like, well, there's a bit more to it, but basically, yeah, you just need to start getting real with yourself and it's okay here. And it took me a while to grasp that concept that you're only as sick as your secrets and mm. do you know what I mean? And mm. I was like, so and I was like, right, so I'm looking at all these people and they're happy and they're free. Mm. And there's a, definitely a different glow about them. Mm. And I just sit here crying every week. I just sit here crying. Mm. And I was like, something within me just knew. And I just grasped the program with both hands and all you had to do was talk for a few minutes. I yeah. couldn't, I couldn't get my head around this. <laughs> Once I started talking, I just didn't shut up. I was telling, ah, uh, oh, like it, it just resonated like that. Like you have to speak. You have yeah. to speak your truth. Mm. And being in a safe space to do it is so so important. Mm, big time. Being around people who know how to hold that space is is very important. So that was kind of the start of of it all. And then the, the magic is... When you share to another woman and then they share back to you. Mm. That's the key part.
0: Yeah, I was going to say that to you as well. And you, because when you, you kind of, you always have this energy about you that like I'm quite similar well. when you're just vulnerable and you're you and you're being authentic with another person they just see you as the being just as the human. No no ties, no strings. They're just like, oh, I don't have to have all my girls. Yeah. If I can just be me. Do you know yeah. that way I can do me? And I think, you know... I feel we're getting onto that in this day and age, but it's taken, like, think of old Ireland. Everything was brushed under the rug. Like what you said, there was no solution. It was like, oh, you're this, you're this, you're this. Yeah. So like going back to your story, like how did you get into then your own like self-development journey? Like your yoga, when did you see like, oh, this could be a career for me. Like I could actually do this. Like believing in yourself and, (laughs) you know. I always seem to get battered into
1: submission. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds a bit sexual. I know. (laughs) I always do. So... I started meditating as soon as I went into the twelve step program. Mm. The, uh, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of really wise people, and they understand that the mind is the problem. Mm, you know, the, yeah. the drink and the drugs and the gambling and the food—they suppress the sex it. And they all suppress it. are suppressing. They're blankets. They're not the problem. Mm. Your mind is the problem because mm. your mind will tell you it's the right thing to do.
0: Yeah,
1: your mind will tell you it's the only thing that you mm. have left to do. So yeah. you need to treat your mind, and the meditation is the first thing yeah. to learn to quiet. The mind yeah. Because when you quiet the mind, then you learn to sit and observe what's coming up for you. Mm-hmm. And that was the one thing with me. I didn't know how to sit. I was just run, run, run. I was yeah. running all my life. And then you just start to find other teachings and books and f- different philosophies. And it's like my mind just couldn't comprehend that. I'd been living in such a tunnel of darkness mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden there was just so much availability to me. Different teachers, different books, like I was saying. And I just went on down the rabbit hole of mm-hmm. listening to everybody, reading everything, telling everybody what I was at the find, And and then I got to a stage where I was like, do you know what? I don't think that the, the alcohol and the drugs are, are just the only problem. But sometimes in a, in a in a fellowship, they can condition you mm. to not be able to trust your mind. Mm-hmm. And I started to come to, like, realise that I wasn't an alcoholic or an addict. I was very traumatised. Mm. I had a lot of trauma. And then I moved into Al-Anon and Al-Anon started to teach me, showed me how to go back through my family history
0: yeah,
1: of where all the kind of effects of alcoholism. It's like your timeline, isn't it? Yeah, like, like I was able to go back and see all the isms, like the behaviours in me Mum, my mum is not an alcoholic. There's not very much alcoholism in her family, but there's a lot of isms. Mm. Um, and the isms are the control issues, mm-hmm. the fear. Mm-hmm. Like fear, they talk about fear being like a corroding tread and it will go through every aspect of your life. Mm. And... I started, that started to make sense and I was like, right, okay, I'm starting to identify more mm. now. And then I just started to uncover, uncover, uncover. And at the same time, I was walking in, like I trained as an addiction counsellor. I had done me degrees in addiction, community development. Like I've, I've yeah, you know, so you're only laughing at me coming. I've certificates coming out of my ears at this stage. Literally like, now,
0: Joe. <laughs> she is like the Wikipedia. I'm like, it's
1: like I'm not doing another course. Two hundred aerial yeah. yoga. <laughs> I know. Like I've, I've got like, my background is working in mental health mm. and addiction and all that stuff. And I worked in homelessness frontline for. I did three, four years in addiction and then I moved over into the homeless services front line. And that mm. was, although it's a homeless service, it's very much mental health complex mm. needs. Like you're just dealing with really full on um, trauma, complex needs, all different types of uh, diagnosis, like a lot of untreated it's very hard to take, get a homeless person with mental health issues to take their meds. So you're just dealing with a, a variety mm. of, of stuff and you're only meant to stay in services for seven years. And Jay's was like, what, well, 10 years into it? And I was burnt out. Yeah. I remember one day, one of the lads said something about his cup. And I just said, I swear to God, if he fucking goes on about that cup one more time. <laughs> and I just thought to myself, do you know what, Jen, you've nothing left to give. Yeah.
0: So you would have been, would you, were you doing your yoga at the side of this as well? I hadn't started yet. Did you not? So no. It's, you're only
1: doing this three years? Yeah, I teach you four years now wow. with yoga. So I remember being just born there. And I know from me training and all that, like, your, your clients have to come first. And if you've nothing to give, there's, there's, what's the point? You're doing them a disservice. And that wasn't sitting with me well. I was about to say
0: that. So you were after doing all the work on yourself to give the work back to another person, to give the work back to them. That That must be very, very hard to actually put another person's needs forth. Like, how did you hold that boundary in that safe space?
1: It's your training. Yeah, your training. Mm. Your training comes in. Uh, It's not something you can learn online. It's not something that you can pick up in, in a few months. Like, this takes years of working. Like, I've been part of, uh, like, I've 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 been lucky enough that I've been part of really senior official teams, mm. and I've got to I'm I'm I got to upskill and I got to train with a lot of the top doctors and mental health wow. teams in in Dublin. Like I've got I have got really very good credentials. Mm, uh, you do. I can stand over me walk. And oh, you can. That's one thing I yeah. can say is that I can I can stand like to be to be part of in a, a team where somebody is going to be uh, admitted into hospital against mm. their rights. And I remember I had to sign a form in the hostel. Uh, one of the men was just, his, his mental health had deteriorated and he was going to be, uh, basically going to be locked up in the hospital against his will, he didn't want to go. And I had to sign that form to take him out of the community because he was a threat to himself and to others. And I remember the doctor looking at me and he said, Do you realize what you're doing? And I was like, What do you mean? And he goes, You're gonna sign this now and you're gonna take that man's rights away. You need to be really sure that you mm. stand over this. And I remember looking out at him and God love him, like I knew he wasn't right, and I knew it was the right decision, but mm. it's a, it's a big responsibility. <sighs> yeah. And and that's just where the the experience and the training and and all mm. that that stuff comes in. And it stands to me now, but it, it will break you down, it will wear you down. I'm a young girl, I'm a single mother, like I'm I'm walking in a facility, 75, 80 men, a lot of sexual, um, uh, like a lot of paedophiles, a lot of, se- um, what's the word, uh, it's gone out of my head. Sexual assault. S- yeah, sex offenders. Mm. Um, it's extremely difficult to walk in that environment, being a young woman and a single mother to a daughter, knowing that background, uh, because you have to you know what i mean you have to look into everything mm. but then the real test comes is how do you treat people no differently
0: because you can't yeah. pick and choose who your no. clients are you can't yeah, pick and choose to be who you're
1: headed like you can't pick and choose yeah. and that's where your character building comes in mm. like it's all well and good being on social media and being like oh my god all oh, love and light and like it's all well and good but, but like why are you like to people who you don't like, yeah. How do you treat people that you don't like?
0: Oh, I'd never discriminate them. You know you sure? No, no, I never, ever. I still treat people with kindness. That's just yeah. mine. Like I treat others as I'd like to be treated. Yeah. And you're all treated the same, even if I didn't like it's that hard. person. It is hard, but that's when you know you've done a lot of work on yourself, where yeah. you can stand in your own power and just be you, and not let that person get you, even though sometimes yeah, it gets, you have gets to check in. yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> yeah. And just go here. I don't have to put up with them I just have to just hey how's it going oh, yeah. and that's all that's all you have to do it actually costs you more to give negative energy than it does to give positive so if you just can go hi, hey, how's
1: it going instead of holding yeah. that judgement and that anger it costs you more it took me a long it took me ages at the start to learn mm. that and I remember the, like if I'd see somebody that I'd have like because I come from like like a mad estate and like if you have resentment with someone that's that for life. Oh yeah. Like in... The bad blood. <laughs> oh and if she done something on your friend you yeah, that, that goes with her. Her. for life. For life. Yeah, yeah. that's for life. Yeah. And I remember <laughs> one day walking through the shopping centre and Blanche and I seen someone and I never said hello and I walked by and I said and I felt I said you I just felt that and I was like you should have said hello yeah. to that girl. Yeah. You should have said hello to her. Mm. Just say hello and and let it be yeah and I remember it's so cringy isn't it yeah and it's weird because I remember times
0: there would have been girls it's mad so like as in they would have kind of bullied me or like snubbed their nose or whatever like that and I remember I know it was one or two of them and one of them started talking to me and I know I could have been like and I'd go hey how's it going how are you yeah Yeah. Grant and I or I'd say something I'd just smile or just a nod like that where they'd nearly be like oh yeah, they're not ever. Now, oh, what she don't smile at me. Where it nearly costs more to just like snub them, and then it it actually brings you back to that place. What she did, and you're rewriting the story.
1: Yeah. For what?
0: Oh. Move on, let go. Do you let know what I mean? Go. Like literally, <laughs> let it go. So then, going back to your yoga, so what made you hit that point? Going, I'm done here. I want yeah. it. I want it to do me. I want to go all in on myself. What I made was sitting get at here? the desk
1: in the homeless service, and I was. Saying so like, I need to find something to put back into me, but it's gonna to have to be something really fucking good because yeah. there's nothing left. And <laughs> I was like, I need something spiritual to put back in because yeah. I knew at this stage, spiritual principles were the only way forward mm. for me. It's the only way I live. And so I remember googling, uh, yoga, yoga. I'd never been to a yoga class, but it kept coming to me. I kept getting just visions, visions, downloads, everything. And I remember my friend we were out walking out, and she said to me. I didn't realise I, I was going on about it. And she's like, I'm listening to you talking about yoga for two years. Will you ever just go and do it? Yeah. And I had been Googling yoga teacher training uh, for months. And it was always starting like September, October, months away. And this one time I Googled it the same way I did every other time. Yeah. And here's a course starting in two weeks, the yoga teacher training in Dublin, uh, part time. And I was like, "Wow, it's meant to be. Totally. Meant to be. So I jumped on, hadn't a penny, uh, absolutely left myself financially on my knees trying to pay it every month. Mm. Uh, But I I went, got it done and halfway through the course, I realised I hated yoga. (laughs) And I say this all the time. People do be like, you hate yoga. And I remember being so, I remember the first day walking in and all the girls were there on the course, lovely girls. Mm. But they just all looked like they had that shit together. They were mm. married. Uh, one was talking about how her husband was at home with the kids, and yeah. the other girl has two businesses. And here I am, a single man walking in, not a penny. Uh, thinking to myself, what, what are you actually getting yourself into? Mm. I felt like the door on shoe on the bottom of your shoe, like mm. it just brought up all the insecurity. Of where I come from, Mm. the way I speak, like, I don't have a partner, like, do you know what I mean? I barely have tax on the car at the time and Mm. it was was just very embarrassing and it was, it was just a tough, I suppose it was a tough realisation to face. Mm. I'm actually getting upset here because I forgot.
0: Yeah, but see, these are the things like I nearly feel the emotion as well, like I really feel feel upset. But I think this is why I would resonate. I'm nearly getting emotional now as well. (laughs) I was getting upset on my other podcast. You're going to think I'm <laughs> emotional wreck. I'm PMS, guys. No, but I think this is why I resonate with you so much that like I struggle so much with the space in between of being this person that people think I'm perfect. I have my shit together. Then this other person of, you know, the, the darkness and then me doing all the work and then the life coaching, the mindfulness, the meditation, I, I see a lot of, of similarities in both of us. That yeah. I'm I'm stepping through my own power now, and I'm not afraid anymore. That mm. I'm just I'm I'm shedding my skin, and yeah. I think by even say meeting you at move at the Manor, I always was like I can never feel connected. Say um, it's like two hands together like that. Yes. I'm I'm here on oneself. My career, my this, my that. Then I have my spiritual being, which is here, but I can feel the integration. I, I'm that. I'm the being. I'm the doing. But it's sorry. I'm the the knowing, and the doing. But it's the being that yeah. I suffer with, because you you look at these people. So that's why I'm nearly getting upset because when you go into the yoga place and you're seeing all of them, I was like that for years. Seeing like my kinesiologist, seeing them going like, I'm supposed to, you know, be all this healer. I'm supposed to be into this green juice. I'm supposed to be this. I'm supposed to do this. But then I was like, then by even seeing what you're doing and other people, what they're doing as well, it's like, oh no, I can put up all my fashion shit on Instagram. I can still do my coaching. I can still work on myself. I can be all these things. And that's something that I'm only work, like as in it's only really connecting on now that it's like, I don't have to look like a yogi doing Pilates 24-7 and just meditating. I can go out to a rave if I want. I can go out for a few drinks. I can go on it like, you know, an Instagram place. I can do it. I can be meditating. I can go swim and I can do a full moon Yeah. where I was so fixated of I have to be one or the other.
1: Yeah, and I think that's exactly where I was coming into this yoga space that it was very much not. Uh, accessible to people like me, people where mm. I, where I was from. Mm. No one, no one I grew mm. up with <laughs> meditating or went no. to yoga. And no, I just felt like a totally fish out war. And I just felt like I had this big flash of neon sign on my head that said yeah. scumbag, she doesn't fit in here. And it, I was quite traumatized going into that course. Mm. And Unfortunately, it wasn't a very trauma informed course, and I Mm. didn't understand what was happening to me Mm. through the yoga practices. And so a lot shit was coming up for you. Oh Jesus Christ! You don't realize when you start doing work like that. Painful. I was on my knees, Mm. and when when I'm angry, you will know. Don't even come like the energy off me. Yeah, and I remember one time the teacher was walking by, and she was like. I'm just gonna walk by, Jen Today I can feel you the anger. just go into this force. Of I'm so, yeah. just like, mm. just, just leave me, just leave me beard. I'm numb. I'm numb, and I'm hurt, mm. and I don't know any other way to be. Just leave me alone. Mm. Like, and that's how I found the in. Mm. Because I ended up going to, uh, you have to build up your hours and all that stuff, and I ended up just running in one day to a, a yin class. Never heard of it. Thought it was going to be the same, mm. and within five minutes of the in class, I was crying my eyes out, lying on the floor. My heart exploded in my chest. Wow. And it was the first time in 20-something years that I had ever felt peace Mm. in my mind. My heart was like so open and I just had this overwhelming sense of I'm going to be okay. Mm. Everything's going to be okay. You're at the finding something and then I just had this mad like um I don't know if it's a prophecy or whatever it's called. Uh I was like, Holy shit, like if I feel like this What can you
0: make other people
1: who, feel? Who? Like? Yeah. If I if I didn't know about this, yeah, who who else didn't know about this? Like yeah. I need to tell everybody. Oh, I mm. need to tell everybody. Yeah, yeah and it's mad <laughs> you and even that. And that's just been yeah. my journey the last few years is like telling everybody about this. year. Yeah. But it's so funny
0: because without me even knowing that you only started this three years ago, right? You wouldn't even think this anybody, right? So if you don't know, Jen, you go on to her page. Like I just be like, oh, she's waiting this about 10, 15 years. Like yeah. a pro, not a bother stands up there and you can tell how connected you are with everyone. You want everyone to feel space, peace, love. Jen will always tell you, I love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And you can feel that energy from you. And it's weird because I'd done you in years, guys, in fly fit. But come on, you're not really properly there. But I remember thinking, I really love the stretches. I love yeah. that. So, so nice. then I do normal. Then I done heat, yoga, all that. Hadn't done it in a while. So then I was like, oh, I'll go to move the marriage. So Jen's class, we done <laughs> after it. Oh, well, did I know. <laughs> so we were all in a little circle. And I was like, what am I fucking getting myself into? So then um, you're doing the pose or whatever. And then you read the I passage. Remember what like now when I mean I was only I say I was only no one knew about my journey and when I you read a passage and I was like that is exactly what I was thinking of now I was bawling crying right but when I finished like you knew straight away you were like yeah that was that was heavy you could feel that (laughs) straight away but it was mad because I did feel that this is happening This has happened. I'm at the start of this release now. And that's when it actually happened. That day, that opened up the portal. Yeah. Right. And then after that, then... It was a process, I'm not going to lie. Because after that, it, it was time. It was owning your own truth. Do you know mm-hmm. that way? Because still, I'm unraveling my truth slow, slowly, but trying like opening up on the pod and talking to people. And it takes time being vulnerable. And even that, say, and then opening up, saying I had a boyfriend. I just, it was the fear of like, if they, if they, if that happens to me again, and what yeah. if they find out, because I found out through Instagram. He couldn't oh. tell me himself. So... I had girls messaging me through Instagram going, oh, just to let you know, your boyfriend's cheating on you. And I was like, sorry, what? Yeah. So then that fear kicks in with that. But then you have to kind of say, this isn't the past. This isn't the past. Yeah. It's very hard. Very, very hard. Very, very hard. So when you, t- and then the trauma and then the kicks and the triggers and all, but you ha- you can't relive in the past. So the work, say that you're doing, that I've done, that we're constantly doing, like, it, it's, it does come in handy, like when shit <laughs> like that, you're like, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm like look at the community you've built oh, now it's amazing it's a cult by the way it's actually the no, yin yoga don't call it a cult <laughs> it's um, a community it's a community do you know what <laughs> it's, not a, cult it's not a cult it's not a cult it's not I think it's amazing it's what unreal you've it's fucking look, unreal I, I went from seeing right. there's always I've been a few times so I went to the the one on a Tuesday is loved it's only about 30 loved, 40 people so it's very like a little oh, that's real, in the studio is it? Or, or even outside the park when I went on yeah. a Sunday it's real like it's like a little family and it's gorgeous gorgeous and then the full moon is like <laughs> it's like going to the tree arena just to let yeah. you know on the beach it is yeah. but it's lovely the it's way everyone's real. so into
1: well-being now i think it's so powerful well do you know what i am gonna own it because i think i made it cool you fuck, you did <laughs> you did like you no made one, it cool nobody had a bleeding crystal in that gas until oh, i came along But <laughs> well, you should you, you need to own this because that that's it because a lot of people my, i claim in that
0: yeah, that's yeah. it, girl. Claim <laughs>
1: this. Claim it. Claim your are Claiming fame. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Like, I remember saying, I remember last year I was laughing and someone said something to me and I was like, you don't even say it. I was getting stick over it and a fella was slagging me and I was like, mm. you don't even say Jagath." And he's like, what? I was like, you don't even say Jagath." And he's just looking at me and I was like, what are you doing with your life? And then a few weeks later, I got a little picture. Yeah. Yeah. A crystal on the side of his bath while he was oh. taking a bath I was like ah there you go yeah <laughs> I tell you now yeah. like it's all these
0: like little things people have their own little rituals so what yeah. is your ritual every day because I do literally look at you and I'm like right this thing's up meditating she's doing yoga she's going to or like the fish she's doing this I'm like what else is she going to rub, rub a lamp and a jean? He's going to pop uh, out now. You like. wouldn't
1: know what's going on in the oh, guest at times. <laughs> Literally, and then she's
0: there like in her little tongue, doing a little stretch. I'm like, what? Fuck <laughs> off, I never wore a tongue. No, you have so your little so Penny's little shit. set. I'm like, the body on her? Go <laughs> on.
1: <laughs> well, we'll uh-huh. give a shout out to me coach because I have to say you look banging. Yeah, you do look banging. Me, me, me coach is that very good. I train CrossFit. Yeah, that like that's it's machine shit. believable. I love yeah. a bit of that now. I'd I love have that. To, yeah. So Daniel Flanagan is me coach, and I've been working with him. When I when the second lockdown happened, and when I came back to the gym, mm. I was so triggered. I had I got really bad PTSD. Mm. And really bad PTSD at the start of the lockdown where I lost my job. That's how I ended up kind of coming back. Like, I was doing the little yoga, like, part-time. I've always had a
0: hustle. I remember that, actually. Yeah. yeah, you were doing on the side. That's why I was like, does she do this full-time or what's the crap? Because yeah. like, I remember you were looking for a studio and walking, stuff. I was walking, front
1: line and I was walking frontline and I had just got an amazing job with, like, amazing pay, amazing benefits. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd have been set up for life with this job. It was part of the um recovery and reintegration team with the central mental hospital, like very hard to get into, like yeah. an extremely good position to be in. Mm. And unfortunately, um lockdown just had different uh different uh ideas for me. Um I got really bad PTSD and yeah. I struggled with the long working at home. I really struggled So with did it. I. It was extremely mm. t- tough and yeah. I had to leave my job and I said, you know what? I'm I remember when I, when the studios shut down and my friend, uh, he's like, you need to go online. And I was like, I'm not going online. Mm. I don't really, I can't even open the laptop at the minute. Like, Oh, mm. you were doing online. I wasn't at the start. I, was, I, I remember was, it that. It took yes. a f- yeah. few weeks. It took a few weeks and my phone was inundated. and I was like, right, like, fuck it, I'll try it. Mm. Within two weeks, it was 180 people on the Facebook lives and I was like, right, there's yeah. sort here. And then I just said to myself, and I, like, we, I can say it now. <laughs> then I just said to myself like, People need this. Mm. And I went back out teaching. I was out teaching in the parks. I was teaching anywhere that was hidden. <laughs> I was like, look, yeah. we we need this. I need this. Yeah. Uh, I, need the, I, need the, I need to get myself out, away from this. This PTSD is really bad. And mm. I need to help myself. I need to help you. And that's where the Monday Mindset came in. Yeah. And I remember sometimes going on to the Monday Mindset. Be like, look girls, my mind is really bad this morning. I don't know what way this is going to come out, mm. but I need to be here.
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> and they were like, Jen, I am struggling. And one of the girls only said to me a while ago, she goes, Jen, you told the truth and you let us. You you created a space for us to all tell our truth. Yeah. And that's why I have what I have today.
0: Yeah. See, like, it's like that was meant to happen. I feel like so. I Even looking back on COVID, even though it was a shitty time. Yeah. I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't yeah. for that. Do you know oh, that there's way been like, a lot of blessings in it? A lot of it. Like, do you know that way, like as I'm standing in my own power, opening up the same as yourself, like really yeah. finding your path. Like I'm only at the start of my like path. I don't know where I'm gonna go. Yeah. Sure, I only took voluntary redundancy two months ago. I'm on my own now. Yeah. So I'm just like, where's the bread coming from? Like
1: where's this gonna go? Do you know yeah. where's
0: it going? But I have this fire that like I'm gonna make this work. Something's yeah. gonna and happen. Yeah. I don't know what's gonna happen, but yeah. I'm going somewhere with it. Yeah. Do you know that way I see things but I'm going with it. And even it's gas. So even you done your Reiki course as well. This is gas. We're always like chatting about this. So I was doing Reiki or whatever like that. And then I was like, I feel I need something. Something happened in my life. And I was like, I really need a cleanse. I really need to center myself. I need to do something. And I was going to go back to my own Reiki, um like kinesiologist. And then you were like, no, Emmy, you need something. So I went then to... Uh, Jen done a Reiki level one I done it and that's when literally the shit hit the fan yeah I
1: don't think I, I, sorry for cutting you off I don't think you were giving yourself the credit that no, you deserved no
0: I'm so hard on myself I'm like this 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 because like, I this, remember this, looking
1: and I was like no you need to level up now yeah you were like, you've um, outgrown stop. your teacher. You can yeah. probably teach your teacher now yeah. <laughs> with
0: what you've done. Where, like I said, I'd struggle with that, and by me finding my flow yeah. of now, so I done Reiki, I done a one-to-one, and then I done Reiki level one, and so this would have been, I'd say, maybe the end of May, June. So it's only yeah. the last two months. Something happens. I don't know what it was. Yeah. It's like I shed a skin, <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck this! I'm going yeah. all in on me. In. I'm ready for this." Yeah. And I voluntarily done, see left that. You know, the pod. I, I. I got my own sponsorship. I went for it. I just left my agency. I'm doing everything on my own. And I'm like, oh, I'm making this work. Yeah. And I don't care what I'm going to do. Like, I'm even saying my from like, oh, geez, you're, you're working. But I could be like, I might have a lion, but I could be doing emails at nine or yeah. ten at night or doing stuff or whatever. And I'm trying to do little side gigs as well, which will take time to do so, like, you know, what I want to do. But it's it's hard. People don't see your background work. Board. The background work is the most sacred work.
1: Yeah. Tired hard
0: work. And they just think, oh geez, you're able to come on and just be a cheery little... About there eight now. hours
1: of like admin that has to get done before you even get to walk out the door. Oh, or even that <laughs> as in just whinging. <laughs> as
0: an opening up, letting off steam. Because I yeah. literally held so much. And it's so funny, even like Dan, who's the prime of productions, I always like saying this, he was like, Jesus, from where you came in six months ago, Emma, to where you're a different person. Yeah. And you go, I was like, that's mad. If people are seeing that, then I'm actually stepping into my higher self. I'm believing. Yeah. Oh, I'm becoming, I'm becoming, I'm becoming. So even being you, how did you step into your authentic self of just letting go of what should have been or what people think to just being you and not letting the voices kick in their head?
1: Oh, Jesus, it's hard work. Um... I've been in therapy. I've been in in counselling since me since I got so mm. that I've always been in counselling in and out. You might need to go for a year, you and then you'll know when you're when you're finished and then mm. you go back. But I've always been in. Then I had a sponsor. I've like there's not a single part of me that hasn't been uncovered. I have been into the dark nights of my soul, and mm. for me, to, to for healing like that's where I had to go Mm. you have to go into it there's none of this surface level stuff Mm. and that's why I struggle so much like even having conversations sometimes like I can't do surface level stuff because I've I want to go in I want to know what you're feeling yeah (laughs) and I
0: think that's what
1: happens I think this is why I've
0: started my pod as well because it's easier for me to talk to people and I can get in and I can let go and like it's releasing as well for me but even the work I'm doing as well it's having like-minded conversations with people going jeez they're the same as yeah. me and it's not none of this because I only had another guess. it's none of this like fluffy shit how's the weather oh, no, it's not the fluffy. car <laughs> can't cope away uh, I want substance please. I want substance so when
1: when um, so I live in in our home now we're in our home nearly three years now and we were fighting homelessness and they were trying to put me into hostels and all that mad stuff was going on we eventually I, I I got a gorgeous home and me was still in fifth class and So I let her stay in my mum's because she didn't want to change schools in Mm. fifth class. There's no Mm. point. The damage that would be done Mm. from that. And I'm only 10 minutes up the road, but it meant that she was staying in my mum's Monday to Friday and only come up to the new apartment to me on the weekends. Mm. Now I'd be driving down, see her every day. But I remember breaking down in the apartment one day and I was like, the universe has just given us this beautiful home. Mm. And nobody wants to share it with me. Mm. Like nobody Mm. And I remember that, cut. it's mm. like a kick in, in the stomach. And I was like, you need to go and walk on this mm. now. And I went back to therapy and it's an amazing uh, CBT is, is the only form mm. of therapy for me yeah. now. I've tried loads. CBT, uh, cognitive behavioral therapy is the only form of therapy that works for me uh, at the minute. And that process between that and going out teaching and the insecurities of teaching and the way I speak and not looking like a yoga teacher, like not I'm not a vegan, I've big thick northern Dublin accent, like I course, my friends are all in prison, like I'm <laughs> I'm I'm going into a, a, an environment where that's just not the norm. And I remember thinking to myself, like, nobody is gonna turn up to your class. Like they're going to take one look at you and they're going to be like, who does she think she is? Because when I went to a big studio and I was floating in, I was so mm. excited and I just wanted them to accept me. They all judged me. Mm. And the teachers were posting shit on social media about oh, me. The fuck teachers. Fuck. Yeah. And I was like. Who are they to judge? Like? And I remember thinking to myself, do you know what? And this is just the way I am. I was like, like exactly what you're saying. I was like, do you know what? Fuck you. Mm. Fuck your studios. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to build my own. Yeah. And I'm going to build a place where we can go and heal and it's for anybody. Mm. And that's what I think I've created is it's exclusive to everyone. Yeah. Nobody ever feels left out. And the one compliment I always get back, the one feedback is it's so welcoming.
0: Yeah. And that's
1: the way it will always be. Yeah, you took the words out of my mouth. I think the space that you
0: create is no judgment, acceptance and love. Yeah. no matter who you are where you're from any walks of life you just see that person and uh, you're like how, "How, how's it going how are you thanks a for coming in and that's
1: that there's no I think you need a bit of a thick skin though coming to me because uh, the stick and the band down in the class does be like yeah, next level uh, yeah, well. well. it's grand I'm from cabaret school <laughs> <laughs> are you from cabaret? yeah I am um,
0: so when you, when you saw, like, certain friends of yours were in school with yeah, me yeah no way yeah so Martina was in my ear give over yeah Martina's around the corner for me Oh, my God. That's how I'm like, ah, oh, there she is. There she is. So like, a few of my mates from Blanche and all. Oh, that's mm-hmm. mad, isn't it? You'd never think like, when, when I see certain things, I'm like, oh, yeah. Little does she know, I yeah. know you. Like That's mad. Do you know that way? So it's not about, you know, where you're from. It's how you're raised and how you educate yourself as well. Yeah. So like, you know what I mean? Where people always like, so my mom and dad say we're from Junkhandra or whatever. I would have went to, um, moved to Cabra when I was about four or five. But I was always considered the posh girl. Oh, you yeah. have this. I got bullied on that because right. my mom and dad spoke differently, and I didn't go to the. I didn't go to the primary school. I went to um, Glass Nevin School, and then whenever I went in there, so I found it really hard to that's mix tough. with girls yeah, from tough. Cabra because it was like, oh, you're not from the area, any. you're not this, you're not that. Do you know that sort of way? Yeah. So I found that really hard to connect with people, and I was always disconnected from people as well. Always, it's I struggled to find. Now I had a good neighbor, and like you know kids on the on the on the road but with people in school I never had a pro- like, I did have a few like friends they were but they weren't solid solid like yeah. I'm I'm not friends with them still like do you know that way yeah. and you know there was I just never felt accepted yeah. do you get me I always felt like the on odd the one out always in. on the outside wow. do you know that way and I always had to I wouldn't say level up but nearly come down to their level yeah. and I always felt that just wasn't me yeah do you know but you were nearly doing that just to fit just in, to fit in. But then as I got older or ever, then you you still are trying to find your place, your, your place. You're trying to find your people. And I'd say only the last 10 years I found like my, my people. Now I do have one best friend since I'm born, which, yeah. which is amazing. But in saying that, like you, I think it's when you're just being you and just you're being, being your total self that people really resonate with. And that takes a lot of time because people always, I, I found out people always want something from you. Do you know, but that can even be energy? Yeah, oh, I'm feeling a bit down, I need to pick me up. Yeah, do you know that oh, way?
1: Oh, vampire, and I'm vampires. just like, I'm
0: not your Diet Coke break, <laughs> Yeah, do you know that way? And like, I've you have to kind of be like, how do you keep your boundaries intact? Like, you know, that way, like, so it's kind of being very mindful of that. Like, how do you keep your boundaries?
1: Yeah, so I always go off on topic on tangents on you, but when I'm thinking, I was thinking about. Yeah, when I went to counselling to walk on this kind of really Mm. this last part, this was the, this was the root. This was the root of all roots, and yeah, it was the belief that nobody wants me. Okay, right, nobody, and that was the most. It took ten months of therapy to get to that, to get to be able to say that, Mm. because every week something was getting disturbed, something was getting disturbed, and on the last the last few sessions, it came up, and I remember being on my knees in her office. I had the pillow off the chair, betting in against my stomach and I had my stomach pressed in against the chair because the pain was so bad. God. Yeah, and that's where I have to go with this. Mm. And the pain, and I was crying and she said, do you want to stop? And I looked at her and I said, don't ever ask me. In the nice way, I said, don't ask me, do I want to stop? I said, don't give me an option. I have to get I through have to go this. here, yeah. I have to go here mm. because I've had enough because I know what's on the other side. Mm. Once not you get through it? You're fucking flying like yeah. you're doing. It. So and yeah. I remember and I remember just saying to her, nobody wants to share this life with me. Mm, but they
0: do though. You just haven't found the right person yet. And I know you're so
1: open. It wasn't. About that. Yeah. Well, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't even a uh, just relationships. It was just. It was a. It was a core belief mm. that I needed to uncover. Okay. And it was a core belief that wasn't true, but mm. it was the unconscious that was making all the decisions that I'd placed myself in mm. since I was a young girl. Mm. I'd placed myself in such desperate, desperate situations to be loved based off this unconscious belief that I mm. had, that I would never bring to light. Mm. And this was this was my chance to bring this to light. Mm. This is my chance to, to re- walk on this. And then I remember her saying to me, is that true? Mm. And it stunned me. And I just looked at it and I said, No. Mm, wow. Well, it's not true. Yeah. And then that was like where where you're at, that journey from your heart to your head, mm. that disconnection. That's where the, the my mind and my heart connected on mm. that belief. So that was a limiting belief. Yeah. And that's where you have to go into the pain and mm-hmm. like, there's no eerie fairy shit with this. Like, yeah, oh God, <laughs> you've yeah. got to go, it, it, like, you have to ask yourself, how free do you want to be? Mm. And if you're okay going through life with a plaster on it and tipping in and out of stuff, that's okay. But I don't have that luxury. It's just the way I'm wired up. I want to be free. I don't want restrictions on yeah. Let yes. me fly. People always say to me, oh, how can you stand on a beach in front of a thousand people and hold that space? And I always say, look where, look where I had to go. Look where I had to dig to, to get to that. Mm. It'll show you where somebody has had to go to be able to stand there like that. I'd be sick now for three days before this. Like I'll be weak in the knees, but yeah. I'll turn up and, and I'll do it. And, and people won't even know. Oh uh, yeah, that's why I always feel like they they know
0: <laughs> they know. Oh, well, I know, like I know, like straight away. And like, that I, I can read people. I know yeah. your energy. I'm like, I know you were nervous coming in. Do you know though It's not with yeah. like lying. Like, I'm same with me. I'm nervous because I know it's heartfelt stuff. We're very vulnerable. We're very honest people. We're very connected. Like you know exactly what's gonna go on, but you let it flow. Do you know that way? But I think it's exactly the way it is. It's like putting the band aid over. People are afraid of what will come up, and that's why they they they. You know, comfort it with whatever it is they want to comfort. But when you actually let it off, oh my God, like literally, it's because I'd suffer a lot with my, for years, I'd suffer with my stomach and I still do have gut problems or whatever it is. And I got stomach ulcers, little, it's all your emotions. And obviously, this comes back, say, like to my childhood. Everything like that, my mom and dad split up. Obviously, I'm the oldest sibling dealing with that. And then as I get older, it's the validation. When I was heavier, boys don't like me. Am I good enough then growing up more? And then like, then that cheating happened on me. Oh, that teleported yeah. me. So that what well, that was mega, mega hard. That brought all that shit back up. And you'd still have triggers. But it's just talking about it and just being like, come here. And the amount when you actually do talk about your truth, the amount of people that just resonate with you so much more. And then you actually feel,
1: Jesus I'm human. There's so many other people that like are on the same page as me. Yeah. It's when you talk about it and don't pretend that it's all, it's all good. No, it's not. It's not. No. (laughs) Jesus. Inner walk is painful. Yeah. It will bring you to your knees and then you will fucking stand up with foundations solid that you will never be rocked again if you do it right.
0: Yeah. And that's a big thing that like that a lot of people say to me and I can see in you is... I know my worth. And yeah. the amount of people that say this to me, like, I just don't take shit. And I've learned through all my other relationships yeah. as well. And even my sisters were like, Jesus, you know, this and that. I'm like, what? I, I know what I'm worth. Like, I know. Like, so why do I deserve less? Yeah. Because like, that's what I deserve. And if I treat that way, I respect I should be treated that way. So where, like, how did you get to that place of like, you know, your self-worth and know and, like your boundaries and all that work on like knowing what you
1: represent? I think when I started to take stock of the work that I had done Mm. and I can very much identify with other people that do it at Mm. that level Mm -hmm. and it's a respect that comes with it because I honour this work. Mm. I respect this work. I respect anybody who has the courage Mm -hmm. to step into this pain because it's not easy and then... When you go and do all this work on yourself, and people try to come at you, you start to see like it's it's a, your mindset changes, your vibration in your body changes. Mm. So when somebody comes at me now with uh, unsurety in themselves, wonky mm-hmm. donkey energy, I'll start to tip on that. And if I don't feel safe around you, you just can't be around me. Mm. And you may be the nicest person in the world. But if you're wonky donkey in yourself, you have the potential to hurt me. Because somewhere along the line, mm. your motive is not right for wanting to be around me. And mm. I've learned that the hard way. And that just comes through time. And it comes through me not looking to self-seek into people anymore. Yeah. Because that's the way I was. I was always like, I'll tell you everything I at was the like, start. I was like that as well. And I'll get thrown back Validation in my face and people, yeah. yeah, and I'll and I'll just I'll I'll start talking like it, looking like it, like I'll be our best friend and you get lost in that stuff. So now when when because I've been hurt so much in the past, now when people come around me, like what I was saying, and they're probably not able to stand in their truth like I don't need anybody to be perfect I just need people in my life to be real Mm. and that's a boundary of mine now because I don't want to live my life with walls up with people anymore I've done it
0: yeah
1: it's so hard it's so tiring I'm the exact same. and because I love to share Mm. so much and because I love to have these amazing conversations Mm. um I only want to do it with people where I know mm. it's in a safe space and it's mm. being reciprocated, and they can hold that for mm. me. And only people who who do the work on themselves can hold that. Mm. And when people don't do the work on themselves, they take what you give them, and unfortunately, they'll manipulate it and pass it on. Pass it on, and they'll they'll have motives and yeah. red flags and and all that stuff. And I'm just tired. Um, yeah. I'm tired of having to fight against people I'm tired Mm -hmm. of having to decipher and play mind games I'm I'm tired of the mind Uh, games I'm tired of it yeah I hit that point
0: and I think Mm. for me it's like you you have a choice this is the thing where people think oh no I even get this with clients of mine oh no but she's my best friend but what is she bringing to the table? Think of you doing come dine with me. What is she bringing to the table right here, right now? Why do you need her or them in your life right now? Ah, oh, because I know her years, but what is she bringing to the table? Okay, so think of it. Remember, you've you done the same coaching course as me. Think of the circle, right? Just kick her outside the circle for a while. Leave her, on, leave her on the edge you don't have to have her in your circle but doesn't, but you keep that circle sacred that's your energy that's yeah. your bubble you keep your little love bubble but just flick her outside of your bubble for the minute doesn't mean anything you don't have to like not talk to them you don't have to do anything and people really suffer with that oh because she is this or he is that no but you have to understand that the m- number one most important thing in your life right now is you so why are you looking after them first and not you and I think people get so focused with what people think. And I was like that as well. Oh, well, I have to do that. And, you know, just be like... Da, 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 da. I just kind of just, it's like something happened. I think a lot of work over the last two years. I'm just like, oh no, it's like cleaning out my closet, Eminem. I'm like, right, see you later. Get rid of that. See you later. Bye. Don't wear that. Don't wear with, that. We love them. We do it with love. Yeah. With, no, with love. But yeah. you're not doing it in a bullying way. You're just like, oh, I don't know. I can't. Like, like, Do you know what I mean by this? I mean by you're not going out all the time. You're not giving your time to, like, you know, I'll see that person. I'll do that. I'll go to that event. I'll, you know, see my mom. I'll answer that phone call. I mean, all these sort of things. Yeah. that being like make yourself you're not making yourself available Exactly. That's so available exactly yeah. That's yeah. A, this is exactly what I mean it's not just like shutting yourself off from the world and saying goodbye but it's being like okay I need me time one thing no I, people pleasing no exactly yeah. it's giving back to yourself like you know because I think the most sacred work that I do I need time every day by myself mm. every day I need and I know you're out in nature or going for my swims like you that when I go a bit like overwhelmed and it's so funny, I hadn't got overwhelmed in a good while, I'd say about two, three months, and I hit point about two weeks ago I was trying to do loads of shit. Like and I literally hit point my sister walked in, I was like, I just gotta do it all <laughs> voice out and I was like, ah. But then I have my moment of madness yeah. and I was like this is right. okay, yeah. I
1: got this, this. is fine.
0: I'm gonna, and I did, I did it all. And then she's like, God, you had a bit of a moment. I was like, Yeah, but I recognized my moment, I let it out, and I cracked on, I changed my tune. I love a good wobble. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I was a, yeah. hyper aware of yeah. it where before I you'd let that manage my day. Do you know that way yeah. where I don't let that
1: manage my day at all? Like Yeah. That, and isn't it great that you, you we just accept it now? And and that's all oh, I do. Like yeah. I I I learned to bring your all the stuff that you're ashamed of, all the mm. stuff that you're embarrassed by. Somebody else is really struggling with that. Yeah. And when you bring that out into your lifestyle, when you bring it out into your personality Mm. and you show people like all our wonky donkiness, Mm. it just allows other people to be weird Mm. and fucked up at times and wobbled. And it's just like, it's grand. It's okay.
0: And it's so funny that the amount of people now... By like, say even for me, you'd see this boxes of me on Instagram. Oh, look at her fashionista or whatever. But now, because it's trying to interpret other things into that. My um, pod, You amount of people now that are stopping me going, oh my God, Emma, your podcast is just uh. amazing. Like, you don't realize now, and, and I'm like, oh. And then even Dan said to me, he was like, he had a guy in here and he was like, Oh, she's totally different from what I thought she was after hearing her from her podcast. Right. And it's mad. Even guys, yeah. I was like, What the hell? different perception. You, yeah. It's a different perspective, different clarity where like you and think I'm just this, being but when you listen to me, listening to your walk. Yeah. Exactly. And you don't realise how much work I've put into myself or t- just have real conversations with real people. Yeah. Do you know that way? Like and before we finish up this, right, because I could be here forever talking to you, <laughs> like whinging yeah. and talking and releasing. Um, if you were to give yourself, your younger self advice, what would you give or what
1: would you say? If I was to give me younger self advice, yeah, um, just have all the experiences, mm. have all the experiences and just be unapologetically yourself. Mm. Like I never knew that that was okay to do it. Carried mm. like so much shame, mm. and what I what I learned actually at the positively when I was faci- yeah, facilitating I that, saw that. I've got to facilitate like a what like it like was an
0: honor. I was like, I wanted to say that like by the way I was like I'm literally like a little fan girl trying to get Jen in here. <sighs> I was like seeing you do the happy pair, seeing you do the pat I was like, this is like amazing. Yeah. I'm like a hype girl. I'm like, yes, Queen, you've <laughs> got this. Yeah. Represent. Yeah. And uh especially for a woman like I think that like yes. do you know that way where and that's one of my questions I wanted to ask you as well before we finish up is like, since you're a woman like like you said, you were working in a man's world in the mental health industry as well. Like, do you did you well not so, do you still find it hard, like working with men
1: or you know, I never did. Okay. I never, mm. no, I never noticed. Yeah. I never noticed because, hang on one second. One second, one second. She's
0: just having a little support hmm. there. All the talk. Right I down. never,
1: I never noticed because it was never, because my intentions are always to do the work. Yeah. So maybe me blinkers to be on, but I've never allowed anyone to place me in a position of being uh, the underdog because I'm a female. Yeah. No, I might put limitations on myself, but I'd never allow anyone else to do it. Mm. So that was never, uh, fortunately, that never came in. And maybe it didn't, I just didn't pay attention yeah. to it.
0: But Yeah, that's amazing though, because yeah. that's something similar I'd have where when I worked in business development, so yeah. I would have been dealing with all Indian men. Right. So all Indian wow. men. Some of them report to me. And um, or I worked alongside them, and I went over and I travelled, and I would have been having yeah. meetings with them. I worked, um, I would have reported to the CEO of a yeah. really, really large corporation, and the amount of people were like, oh my god, do you? Not? I'm like, no. I just like had this thing like I'd talk to them the way I talk to you, the way I talk to my sister, my friend. yeah I talk to them with respect and I talk to them just like level-headed and I think that's why kind of a lot of people, I'm just very grounded in that sort of sense. The the, the way you are that I don't see you whether you're a man or a woman, you're just a being. Yeah, I just, I'll I'll see the person. Mm, Exactly, I don't see it like that and people can get so intimidated by status, money, fame, sexuality. It's
1: like they're just them. I did feel when when Pat asked me to go and co-facilitate or facilitate like uh, at his retreat I did feel um like a bit of a fangirl cuz uh, obviously I like asked he's, him on this and he massive. said yeah and I was like <laughs> yeah and I was like obsessed oh my god you better not you're better oh. fuck this up and I learned at his retreat uh, I actually got to participate in a lot of the stuff Yeah. I had a massive breakthrough and I and I learned something and it has stayed with me that shame is just energy that wants to be moved mm, that and was
0: all the shadow work he did wasn't it all the yeah, shadow work yeah. I tell
1: you if anybody's listening and you want to go deep into your yeah. inner work and especially men the way he holds that space oh. is incredible go and look into Pat's weekend retreats mm. but the work the way he does it he's he's, he's, he's very um he's very clued in he's exceptional at his job but what I learned was that shame is just energy. Mm. And energy wants to move. Mm. And how do you move shame? How do you move that energy mm. out of your body? You just speak. Speak, move, you, dance, you, breath work. N- no, it was Or uh, just talking. There was a there was a there was a specific sentence that I was unable to say for mm. the last 10 years. Couldn't mm. say it. Couldn't mm. say his name. Couldn't say it. And Whatever he did to me I, I broke down crying I was like I can't, I can't, I can't And he's like It's okay You've done enough You've done enough mm. And we walked to the shop I said I'm going to the shop And he said I'll walk with you And I said No, I'm going to the shop On my own And he's on know head We must have known yeah. I was like Oh fuck's I'm going on? now <laughs> Sorry Pavia, I'm listening <laughs> And uh, we walked down to the shop And on the way back I just started telling him wow. I told him Because you were safe I didn't even realise It was your subconscious How safe I you were I didn't even realise And then When we got back to the house, I was like, oh, I just said that. I've held that in for 10 years. That has crippled me. That one sentence Mm. that I just told you has crippled me. And now I'm just like, say everything. There's something inside. I love it. Get it it out. And back to what I said at the start, you're only as sick as your secrets. And when you have no secrets, Mm. you're free. Oh, that's amazing. Well, thank you so
0: much for being here today and like opening up, being vulnerable, like amazing thank you so much for giving me the time thank you thank you it's been amazing well that's it for today's pod i hope you loved it as much as i did and remember you can either like subscribe or follow my instagram and pod and sign up to my free newsletter which is over in my link tree on my instagram thanks so much